Welcome to another episode of the Seminar This is L. KB. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black black women. Where's the lie? Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of the Feminor Files. KB and Shug, how are you guys? Blessed and highly favored. Yes, Lloyd. I've been listening to old episodes, and I literally said that on one episode, so I just felt like I should bring it back. Go ahead, <laughs> Shug. How you doing? I'm full of Chinese food. Full of Chinese food? Do you need to go to the bathroom? No. I'm happy because I ate Chinese food earlier, although I am upset that P.F. Chang's doesn't have my hot and sour soup anymore. I normally eat that when I'm sick and they don't have it anymore. So you sent that text to the group, and I was so <laughs> confused. So I'm so glad you cleared this up. You yeah, literally that up. Yeah. You wrote a text talking about PFJs or have my suit. I was upset about that because I was really looking forward to that. I always I get my lettuce wraps and I get my hot and sour soup and they, they don't have it anymore. They have some bullshit chicken soup and it's not good. Mm. I was like, what is this? It was disgusting. Uh, well, I was empathetic. I saw your text. I was like, I don't know what soup she's talking about, but I'm just going to give her the exclamation point to let her know somebody feels her pain. <laughs> and I would be suspect of a chicken soup from the Chinese restaurant as well. It was not good. The chicken wasn't seasoned. It was just like broth and mushrooms and tomatoes. And I'm like, who put tomatoes in chicken soup? That sounds gross. I mean, right. it's P. Like it's a Chinese restaurant, right? Like, do they do chicken soup? But it's still P. F. Chang's, though. Mm. Okay. It's not like the carryout. It's what? like a high. It's end a American. Supply. It's American Chinese food. It's not like. Well, we see that yeah. was a hot failure for you. So let's move along. Yeah. <laughs> L, L, what are you excited about today? We're going to switch it up. We always make L go last. Let's ask L what she's excited oh, about. You're so nice. So today was actually really cool because the parents at the school brought in like holiday treats for the staff. So I had some nice little treats today. Like I had a bagel. I had a cupcake. I had some Ooh. other type of cake. I also had grape leaves, which are really good. What? And I ate some fruit. Grape leaves. Stuffed grape leaves. You've never had those? No. No. So, like, typically. Goes to Google. Like, right. So, grape leaves that normally have, like, some type of rice in it and something else. And they're wrapped and they're preserved in, like, vinegar. It's really good. Hmm. I'm I looking like at, them. You can get them from Whole Foods. I get them from Whole Foods. Hmm. So, yeah, so that's oh, I have had this before. Yeah. Didn't know that's what that was called. Okay, thanks. So You're that welcome. sounds nice. Shook, how are, how are you doing? What are you excited about? I am excited about... Oh, let me tell you what I'm really excited about. So I used to be this huge immature fan back in the day. <laughs> and I could never find their very first album on CD. And I found it. So I can add it to my my iTunes I'm so excited. Man, you should have told me that would have been a great gift to give you. Can y'all just like slide me comments like this so I can 
know what to get y'all asses. Okay. Oh, I got your card today. Oh, you got my card today? Yes, it's beautiful. I love it. So, did you get your card or did you not check your mail? No, I checked my mail, but I live in the hood, so my mailman hasn't run yet. I'm just saying. Wait, he hasn't come yet? You heard what I said. Wait a minute. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) He's not scared to get robbed at 930 Jeez. Okay. Y'all y'all running like my I don't know. I know I'm not going outside. I'm not going outside to check. But when I pulled up, no, the mailman has not been here yet. I got home at, what, 6 today? Oh, you just haven't checked again. Okay, it's probably there. Right, he probably came. Because sometimes mine comes at 6.30. Okay, Uh, that's acceptable. Okay, we can, Mm. we're okay. Mm. It's okay. Uh, It's not acceptable. It's not, it's not okay, but okay. Yeah. So, I'll tell y'all what I'm excited about since nobody asked me. I was about to. Y'all was talking. I didn't want to be rude. (laughs) So, you know, I don't have many moments where I like to talk about my child only because... I kind of hate those people who like only talk about their kids. I know it sounds really horrible, but no, I, it's annoying. It is annoying, and I know my audience. Like, if you guys don't have kids, then it's like I'm not going to talk about her. And I'm just not that type of mom to be like talking about my child all the time. I just it bothers me, right? Like, I'm sorry, friends out there, if you guys have kids and y'all like to talk to me about y'all kids. I mean, I'll listen. It's not a problem. I probably just. <laughs> And I'll, you know, trade stories and stuff just so I can kind of be a part of the conversation. But let's just not extend it too long. Like, I don't know. Anyway, let's move along. So we had a program today and it was just such a sweet opportunity because sometimes as a mom and you guys, when you all, you know, get to that point, because I know you will, you know, you sometimes don't know if you're doing the right thing by your child. And every so often you get these peeks into, okay, I am doing the right thing or, all right, God, thanks for letting me know that I'm, I'm leading her in the right way. And today was one of those days. So went to the school for her program, you know, they had speaking parts. And so she's up there and this little boy is crying. And, you know, she says to me, mommy, he's crying because his parents are here. You know, they invited all the parents. And he was like really upset. And so another parent got up and took him outside. I actually thought she knew him, but turns out she didn't. She just was being a parent, right? Mm -hmm. Then I felt kind of bad. Like, was I supposed to get up to? Okay, sorry. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You were, but it's okay. But I felt felt him from the sideline. So anyway, um, I have this picture. I actually took a picture of my daughter She literally at one point, you know, they hadn't gotten started yet. I think they were trying to figure out what to do with him. They ended up letting him go outside in the hallway. And she bends, like she bows her head and puts her hands together and starts praying. Now, originally, I thought she was praying because she's about to speak. But then I realized that she was actually praying for the little boy. Like I kind of put two and two together because after she got done, I lipped to her, amen, and then she just looked at me, and then she looked out the door, and that's when I realized, oh, she was praying about him, so I just got so touched and so moved because no one told her to do that. She saw that this boy was really upset, and she kept saying him before they started, you know, mommy, he's crying. I feel so bad for him. I said, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. That's what I kept saying to her. 
But when they got up in the front, she literally just bows her head and just starts praying for him. And I just mm. that let me know then like, OK, KB, you, you you're doing some things right. You know, you might yeah. not do everything anyway. right, but you're doing some things right. And I put a smile on my face. So I'm super excited about that moment of understanding and, and God giving me a sign that I am, you know, leading her in the way she should on go. On the right track. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's Yay, it. Yay, little KB. I'm it, proud of you. And, and, and now as we move back into adult land, into the drink of the day. <laughs> yes. So what I'm, is this creamy concoction? So, you know, again, I've been reminiscing. It's the end of the year. You know how you start thinking and reflecting. I mean, I reflect throughout the year. I think we all do, right? But mm-hmm. I, I literally started going back to our old episodes. And, geez, I'll just say episode one through five. Whew. Girl. <laughs> Hot mess. You have to tell me. <laughs> so, Hot mess. <laughs> I was like, what was we doing? But anyway... You know, I think figure shit out out and we grew and I'm just I'm happy about that. But it was so funny on one of the episodes. I think it was like it must have been episode two. I actually had strawberries and cream, which I've had a couple of times on the episodes. So I felt like I started out with strawberries and cream. I might as well end the year with strawberries and cream. So raise your glasses as I stir it up. Mm hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. And I hate that clink, clink, clink. Can I just say that? Oh my God, I hate when y'all do that. So listen. Yes, yes, yes. No, we were actually clinking the glasses and then you guys started doing the ad lib clink, clink, clink. And I was just like cringing every time. So again, it's the last episode. I feel like we should just start telling people what we think. Really? Y'all think y'all want me to say what I really feel? That won't be nice. I actually oh, want to hear. No, say it. I know. I, I actually want to hear. I want to know. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh. Our friendship means too much. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Well, damn. I was like that. <laughs> okay. This shit got to be about me. I'm just going to say that. Why? A hit dog always holler. I ain't never say nothing about KB. I ain't say nothing. I want to know what you got to say. I love y'all immensely from the bottom of my heart. That's what I have to say. I hope we make it to our year anniversary. Oh, y'all can't see me smiling. I'm smiling. No, we can't. can't. I see a big, I I won't say, I see an L. Oh. (laughs) That's what I see. I see L. Oh. Anyway, moving along since you don't want to tell. No, you don't. You don't love us because... You know what? Friendships are exactly, and friendships are about expressing things in the most, you know, respectable way, but still, you know, sharing those thoughts. Thank you. Absolutely. No, but I'm just clicking with y'all. But in all seriousness, I really do love y'all and appreciate this thing that we've created. And I'm excited to see where we go and what happens in 2020 and beyond. Yeah, I think we should talk about that too. Amen. Yeah, what are what are our visions? Because I think the listeners can hold us accountable for that too, right? Like the things that we want to improve upon. You know, we've been working on our sound, and that's something that we definitely want to improve upon. You know, I've been saying the shit, but not until somebody else said it. We're not gonna say who that's not in our circle. Let us know. Then other people, folks, started being like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's get our sound together." <laughs> so, however, I think you sound fine. No, I'm playing. You are lying. 
But I, I mean, it has improved wow. immensely, though. I will say that. And, you know, guys, in 2020, we're hoping to improve this even more, you know, buying the right stuff just to make sure that, you know, what you guys get, you can get a clear vision of it. So I'll start right there. Let's get back in. Let's get into the hot topics. So the last time we were together, we saw Queen and Slim, right? Uh, yeah. That shit, I'm going to tell wait. one part of what happened. But go wait, ahead. So before we do this, listeners, if you have not seen the movie and you want to, you don't want any spoilers, you might want to fast skip. forward about five, yeah. ten minutes. Because yeah. we don't want to spoil it for you. Because this mm-hmm. is about to be a spoiler alert. Okay. First well, we don't have to go into death. Let's just maybe, can we talk high level? Uh, yeah, let's try. Let's, no, let's talk high level. Okay. I'll try. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. They need Has to see- it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been two weeks. I was about to say happy good two weeks as well. I was like, we just saw it. Oh, but, yeah. That was last weekend. No, but um, the movie no, came bro- out two weeks ago on uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. I, I follow. I follow. I, I wasn't following. She was. She was clearing it up. She was clearing it up for me. Okay. I didn't follow. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. So yeah, what did, what were your overall thoughts? I guess for me, I I enjoyed the movie. I actually was not planning on seeing this movie so you guys laughed last week because y'all know i'll jump in the car and just do anything i don't even know what's happening like y'all could probably get me listen y'all can probably get me on a bait robbery and i i'd be like oh we're gonna go to the bank oh okay let's go to the bank and i don't even know why we going to the bank like i really don't ask questions and i know that's horrible but it's just what i do hey yolo anyway i didn't know that we were going to see this movie and it's so funny because when I saw the previews for it, I actually wasn't planning on going because I knew I would get mad. I knew I would get mad because I'm sick of white cops killing black people. So I just didn't even want to see it. But I will say this movie was a lot more about just that. Like it was that, but it was so many other pieces in it. And I know we'll kind of dive into it a little bit, but it was so many other pieces from the fact of. How do we start? We know what we're against with white people and with colonizers, especially law enforcement. How can we prevent some things and what part do we play into a lot of these things? And the only thing I would say, too, is that I was just kind of mad that they were black. Like they had to be black because white people ain't getting killed by police like this. But I was just like, damn, the fact that she black and she got all this damn mouth. It just to me did this whole stereotype of black women that I, you felt the oh same way can, can I, can yeah. I, yes can I, I felt can, like can damn I, go ahead go me, ahead sure i'm sorry me me, me go you know what i feel like the story would not have gone down the way that it did and i hate to say this but women sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up just shut up. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I mean, just like nobody asked you to, you got to poke your head. He was handling what he needed to handle. And because she had to open her fucking mouth, it Good set off a whole series of events. And it was just like, you know, now here we are. And I will say the movie was really, really good. I really appreciated it. However, that is the last movie of that nature that I'm going to go see in the theaters. Um, I'm over it. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, I'm just tired of the subject matter. I'm tired of us being slaves. I'm tired of us getting shot. And I'm tired of us being like drug dealers and pimps and hoes. So, but we're not, in, in, but we're not just slaves. I feel like that we've been making more do, movies with other 
you know, I think that when when a slave movie come out, then everybody be like, I'm tired of being slaves. I feel like there's been a lot of other material that's come out that's just not about slavery or not just about, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the highlight everybody go for. But it's been shook. There's been other movies. But like yeah, the last yeah. movie, the last movie about slavery was 12 Years a Slave, right? But what about Harriet? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I still want to go see That's Harriet. It. Now let me tell you, I will go see a slave movie. Let me just put this out here. I will go no, see a slave movie I, in a minute. No. Now the, the police torn. killing us. Like I get a little bit like that's where I that's where my line mm-hmm. is kind of drawn. And I'm torn because I want to see Antebellum with I'm Janelle Monet because that. that's coming out. But again, I'm tired of that slave shit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired it. of that slave shit. That should be the episode, the title of the episode. I'm tired of that slave shit. Hey, I'm tired of that slave shit. <laughs> so, can I share my thoughts on the movie? Yes. Yes. So, first of all, y'all know, I'm surprised y'all didn't share it yet, but I boohooed like a baby at the end of the movie. I was getting to that. Oh, I was were? getting there. Mm. I didn't okay. watch. I closed my eyes. I didn't see it. So, you close well, your not eyes? even. I closed my eyes. She I did. did, but the thing—it wasn't even what happened. Like I was just—I don't know. I don't know why that affected me the way it did. But it reminded me of when I saw Fruitvale Station, and I went to go see yep. that in the theater by myself. And yep. when they killed Oscar Grant at the end, like I just sat there and again, like boohooed like a baby, and I was by myself. So it just—and that was a true story. Exactly. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. just, like, I thought it was a good movie, too. I thought Queen, like you should, should have shut the fuck up. Because none of that shit would have happened. Like, none like, of every, it. Like, everything that happened was her fault. Everything. It really was. Everything was her fault. It was. And she had, but, she had something to say about everything. Everything. It's like, like, girl, shut the fuck up. But, shut up. But what if they were really supposed to be in that situation? Because, you know, she didn't believe in God or she wasn't really into God. And it seems like by the end of the movie, she had kind of maybe started believing. She softened. You, she softened, she right? She grew. They both grew. They grew yeah. from that experience. They did. And yeah. I think that so she was, came into his life for him to, like, experience life, mm-hmm. right? Like, he started taking yep. chances, and he was just so cautious. So, at the same time, it's like, I get where they were going with the movie, that they both grew in different ways. I just was like, well, damn, why they had to, you know, at the end. I don't want to say it because, you know, some people, you know, whatever. People need to see it already, God dang it. It's been two weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I haven't seen somebody Harriet ruined, yet. No, somebody ruined the end of the movie for me. So I knew how it was going to end, which is why I closed my eyes when that part came up. But I um, didn't. I thought they was. No, because somebody published an article and I could, from the title, I could tell what was going to happen. But at the same time, I'm like, with this type of movie, I didn't think it was going to be a happy ending. So I did. I did one, no, but also I did. two, I purposefully stayed away from every Facebook, Instagram post that I saw mm-hmm. people make about it. Like article, like every time somebody's like Queen is, oh, pass, scroll through, scroll through, scroll through. Because I'm one of these people who are like, oh, if I post on social media, scroll past my page, bruh. First of all, I try not to do spoilers. I really do. But if I do do a spoiler, I try to let people know so you can scroll past my shit. Not everybody does that. <laughs> you so try to yeah. consider it. Yeah. No, I, I hadn't seen anything on social media. I guess I don't be, I don't know what I'd be doing. I, I hadn't seen anything. I didn't know anything like 
what it was about. I ended up seeing something after we saw it, and the guy was saying the same thing. We we're saying like, "Shut the fuck up." And um, I just didn't want her to be like the black woman that's like all his fucking mouth. And again, it's just like shit. But I thought she was gonna be like, you know, pull out her education. She's a lawyer, like. She's going to know how to handle this situation appropriately and then right. fight them on the back end. Y'all know I have been saying on this podcast, fight these these colonizers on the back end. Like, get home safely. Get them badge numbers or when they write them tickets, you have their information and you fight that shit on the back end. Like, stop doing this shit on the front end. And mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, my God. But he was such a man of of God and a man of honor that he wanted to protect her and so forth. I should have got shot and left her ass down there, bitch. And I met you on Tinder just now. Mm -mm. Anyway. Right, like that had to be the worst Tinder date in history. That's why I don't fuck with him. Thank you. I was about to say, y'all shouldn't be fucking with Tinder no way. But anyway, next. This is KB's favorite topic. What's going on with the impeachment of 45? Where are we? Well, they have the articles. What do they call them? Articles of impeachment. impeachment. And uh, I think the last thing I heard, of course, is that, you know, the Senate will hear. So we already know in the House he's probably going to get impeached. And there's been, I think he's going to be the fourth president that this has happened to, including including Bill Clinton. Yeah. So, which we don't talk a lot about, but I think that was because it was on some bullshit. But anyway, so he will more than likely get um, impeached in the House and it will go to the Senate. Originally, they thought the Senate wasn't going to hear it at all, but the Senate kind of knows that they do have to hear it. And so they will hear the case. But I think Mitch McConnell, I want to say that's him. Mm-hmm. He's the one that made the comment that I just saw. I was reading um, an article either yesterday or this morning. I think it was yesterday and they were talking about on the news too saying that he felt like the case was weak y'all that case ain't weak worth a shit like for you to say the case is weak but we're going to still listen to it because we have to it does it discourages people to know that even though there's so much evidence mounted up against this guy and they went for two of the lesser charges mind you y'all know they could have got they could have gone for more they went for two of the lesser ones and for you to make a comment that the case is weak. So we already kind of know what you're doing. But what people they are asking people to do is to contact your local senator and make sure that they not vote according to the party, but according to the evidence. And so I'll say that. And, uh, you know, so everybody listening, if you're in the United States, because I know we have some international listeners, but it, for the United States listeners, contact your local senate even if you are a republican you know what he has done is dead ass wrong we have placed these people in the senate we have placed them in those positions don't forget it that's it right so can i add on to that too so two things about mitch mcconnell since you brought him up so you're right the senate does have to hear the testimony but the thing is they don't have to find trump guilty they can find him innocent yeah that's that's the first thing yes The second thing is, did you all hear about when Mitch McConnell was on Fox News earlier this week? And he basically was bragging about how the Senate blocked President Obama's uh, Supreme Court nominations. And he was bragging about how they were blocking his administration from doing any from doing the work that they were supposed to do. Like he was on Fox News bragging about this. Mm. No, I, oh, I heard something about that. I didn't follow it, but and why are they still in office? So if you have people, exactly, we're trying to move because the country forward. People. 
and you block and I know every party does it here's the only problem I have with what they've been doing they keep saying the Democrats are bringing this impeachment the Democrats like I understand that the Democrats are the majority in the house but this is stop talking party lines Mm -hmm. this is the house is bringing impeachment requests like the house not the Democrats. And when it goes right. to the Senate, it needs to be the Senate, not the Republicans. We still skating on this this party line. So we gonna that's like, you know, it's okay, I'm gonna bring up a little story and I think my friend listens, so I'm so sorry, but I done told her this. We were back in high school and she has her cousins, like she real like family, family first over everything, which we we all are too, right? But she goes to a different level. And I thought about her every time I hear these little comments about the Republicans and the the Democrats and party lines and stuff. But it's like she used to do this thing where her cousins, they were younger and they went to high school with us. They would like do stuff. They would start stuff with people and, you know, just kind of, you know, they was young. You know what I mean? And I'm cool with them now or whatever. But, you know, they was young back then. But they would get into it with people for various reasons. Not saying it was always them. But it didn't matter what it was. She hadn't even heard the story behind it just to see, like, yo, my cousin was wrong. She would be ready to fight, like, whatever. And I used to be the one in the ear, yo, you should find out what happened with that. Like, was it them or was it your cousin? Like, you shouldn't just jump to, like, I'm going to back you. You ain't going to let your cousin get beat for sure. But you can call your cousin out when they wrong. And I say that the same situation with this. Even if you are a Democrat, if you wrong, you wrong at the end of the day. And I just feel like this shit has gone so crazy. And now they've made it about a party instead of about the person. That's it. Yeah. I mean, didn't they vote earlier and the vote was split? Like all 23 Democrats voted to impeach and all 17 of the Republicans voted no. Mm hmm. So the country, like, it's deeply divided right now. It's definitely Democrats versus Republicans, which I'm sick of both of them, to be honest with you. True story. um, Yeah, I'm like, now what we need is we need somebody who can work with all parties because 45 has just completely divided everybody. And it was very intentional. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, that's my piece. Okay, so on to more craziness. So I know you all heard about the shootout that happened in South Florida with um, the UPS driver and the, well, not the UPS driver. So if I'm not mistaken, robbers hijacked the UPS truck and the Florida police chased this truck on the highway. Uh And then the chase ended in a shootout. Four people were killed, including the UPS driver And I think the suspects and one of the police officers. But now the police officer's tactics are being questioned because um, because the man, the UPS driver got killed and they just started opening fire on this busy highway. Oh, wow. Like it was. I didn't I didn't I didn't know what the story is about. But okay, so thank you for telling me. Go ahead. Oh, my God. How could you not? Um, I've been on it a, was all over the place. I've been on a yeah, rug. I, I don't know what's happening. Go ahead, though. But Let me yeah, continue to so, serve it up. Go ahead. Oh <laughs> Keep God. drinking. You'll live longer. So the, the, <laughs> the robbers. <laughs> uh, I hate both of y'all. But, 
the robbers hijacked the truck. And get this, this was this man's first day as a UPS driver. His first day. And they hijacked the truck. And um It was his first how, day at work. No, it wasn't his first day working for the company, but it was the it was his first day as a driver. Oh no. And I'm upset with UPS right now anyway, because do you know they did not pay for this man's funeral? They had like a GoFundMe set up to pay for mm-hmm. his funeral. Yeah. No. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Oh my they god. They absolutely did. And he has two daughters, a three year old and a five year old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. So just pray for him and his family because this whole thing is ridiculous. It so really I'm, is. I'm interested to find out one, if the officers are going to be found guilty of any wrongdoing, and then two, what's going to happen? Like, are they going to make any changes with their tactics mm. and the things that they do going forward? Have they made any changes in their tactics when they kill unarmed black people? No. Oh. I ain't seen them. That's just, well, well, maybe if this guy was a colonizer, it would, they might do it. Well, he's Hispanic. Nope, they he's ain't changing Hispanic. shit. Damn it. No, that was just wishful thinking. But go ahead. Oh. So also speaking of colonizers, so a Missouri teacher was put on administrative <laughs> leave after she asked fifth graders to set the price for slaves. Oh, I saw that bullshit. So, I have to say, as the educator here, and also the person who also teaches African-American history, I can say I feel that my most controversial lesson I had this year was when we talked about Marcus Garvey and his Back to Africa movement. And I had my students create a business plan to support this movement. But I even don't even think that was bad because this actually happened. And Marcus Garvey was a speaker and a proponent of pan-Africanism. So I feel like that was very appropriate for my class, right? Like nobody was a slave. Nobody felt demeaned. It's just like you had to come up with a business plan and speak to potential investors to invest in your company so you can take these white people back to Liberia. But, but we're not, I we're not doing a business plan to make up more slaves. Like, there's a difference. Well, yes, that is true. So I have to say, like, I was very, and I will say that none of my students like Marcus Garvey at the end of the lesson. Why? Like, they're like, like, they were just like, because I feel like he was a separate, like, to, well, he was a separatist. So they were like, he was a separatist. They also didn't like the fact that he spoke to and worked with the KKK. But I was like, they kind of wanted the same thing. I was like, they each wanted white people and white people to be separate. So, like, sometimes, like, people who you think may be your enemies, you know, if you want the same thing, you may try to work with them to accomplish the same goal. Does a KKK know that? Did I have too many K's in there? Anyway. I can't see you. Do they? <laughs> Stir it up. Did the KKK know that if it was not for other races, they wouldn't even have a country or they wouldn't be able to have shit that they got right now? Like, I wonder. We should Probably call, not. We, we should, should call a KKK member. We don't know anybody, KB. We know. Never mind. And, but I'm sure we it, do. We they're just not open. We just don't true. openly know that they are. Well, no, they're called the Republicans yeah. these days. They call Trump supporters. Sorry. Oh well, oh, there you go. Oh, 
So to read from the article, a Missouri elementary school teacher has been placed on administrative leave after giving fifth grade students an assignment asking them to set your price for a slave. According to NBC News, the assignment came from in-class homework, or I'm sorry, in-class work given during a social studies class at Blaze Elementary School in St. Louis. So the school principal said that the teacher was trying to teach students about market practices and the class was learning about having goods, needing goods, and obtaining goods and how that influenced early settlement in America. Some students who participated in this assignment were prompted to consider how plantation owners traded for goods and slaves. Was she okay in this? Was she doing excuses for the lady? I mean, that's what it sounds like. And the principal is a he. It's a man. Hmm. So it sounded like he was caping for the t- or he was supporting his teacher. But yeah, she's been placed on leave. So I would never, ever, ever, ever tell my students to set a price for a slave. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I would hope the hell not. That part. Like, that's just too crazy. So, but in more positive news, we all have been following, well, we've been following Colin Kaepernick. But people really haven't been talking about Michael Vick lately. Well, except now. So, Roger Goodell did confirm that Michael Vick will be honored at the Pro Bowl this upcoming year. That's a bullshit. Oh, my God. Why? What's wrong, KB? So y'all finna try to do the whole Michael Vick. Y'all, y'all castrated this man when he came, you know, when he went to jail and coming out. And I'm not, I don't want to lose listeners, but for real, it's like people who are dying. But y'all was doing all this about some dogs. And I love dogs. Let me just say this. But the thing is, y'all castrated this man, outcasted him. You know, Philly Eagles decided to pick him up. I heard there was, you know, little problems on that team with him. But the point is, now y'all gonna, we gonna honor you? This is some bullshit to keep us distracted from the fucking problem. Don't be distracted. Just don't. Okay, I'm sorry, go. So we not gonna talk about his $2 million endorsement no, that no, he no, just no. got with Nike? I'm so happy that he got this. Because okay. I just saw, you know, like you say, I didn't know, like, nobody was talking about Michael Vick. But I just saw a clipping earlier today yeah. where he was bigging up another younger quarterback and they said that that's kind of what he's been doing lately. Like, he just bigs up a lot of the quarterbacks, you know, young black quarterbacks. And so I don't know if they're just black, but he's, they, you know, bigging up young quarterbacks, which is awesome because I feel like he's putting out great energy and he's getting that back. When you truly can ha- be happy for someone and want them to succeed, you going to succeed. That's why I hate is ridiculous, right? So I think he's getting that because he's been putting out positive energy. Totally happened. Two million dollar deal with Nike. Amazing. I didn't even know nothing about this. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying about Roger Goodell, though, don't be distracted from the real problem here. Of course. I'm going to throw y'all a bone so y'all can shut up. But we still got this situation over here. Let's just not be distracted. That's all I'm saying. True. Because the last thing I heard was is that the way things are going now, it really looks like Colin is not going to be signed to a team. Like it, I feel like like some people are saying that the NFL and Colin Kaepernick have officially parted ways, which kind of makes me sad for him. Mm-hmm. Shug, what do you think? I think he's going to be okay. I don't think he's going to play for the NFL, but I think Ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, I think he did what he needed to do or what he came to do. 
And I think at this point now, I honestly think that he's bigger than that shit. But you still got a desire. That's like somebody you having a dream or this is all you know and somebody tell you you can't do it no more. I know y'all keep saying that, but that doesn't take away the fact that you have a desire to do something. And maybe God does want him to do something else. Maybe he is supposed to do some other things, but he clearly hasn't gotten to that point. Right. Right. So I don't think we should be shooing him off like, oh, you need to go do something else or, oh, it's over for you. Like, that's like somebody telling you your fucking dreams. Like, oh, bitch, you need to get over that. You know what I mean? Like, that's just. Oh, he doesn't need to get over it. But I do think, okay, this door has been closed. What else is out there? Maybe he needs to be a coach. Maybe he needs to have his own team and his own franchise. Maybe he needs to be mentoring these young boys who are coming up now. Or maybe he needs to take up the mantle. I'm still trying to figure out that whole Jay-Z thing. <laughs> We're I'm not going to figure it out. We're not going to figure that out because that's some bullshit. For I'm some reason, Jay Z thought nobody I'm was going like pick up on that. I don't know. No, I'm I'm not, I'm never gonna forget this because I'm still like you were you know bigging this man up and all of that, but then you went and signed the deal with these folks. I was hoping by Jay Z signing his deal with the NFL that maybe they had worked out some kind of clause or understanding about what Colin would be able to do since that was like his tight boy, but I'm still baffled by what the hell happened with that situation. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. But I, I best just... of luck to him. Yeah, and again, Michael Vick, shout out to you. It's deserved. I mean, you got kind of shitted on a lot of stuff. So he did. Again, he he didn't put out good energy. He paid his debt to society, and you know now you're getting the fruits of your labor. So that's what's up. So I know we we weren't going to mention this, but I just have to mention this because I love this uh, morning show, and it is no longer. Uh, Tom Joyner morning show ended. Uh, the last day was on December 13th. And mm-hmm. I mean, I have been listening to this show now. Probably I know. I don't know. It's been some years now, probably at least six years. And it's so funny because it's like I'm a millennial and I love listening to the show. But I mean, you talk about you know old school r&b and the 90s r&b like this is where you get to listen to it and also the artists that are still making music today that's from that era like he plays their music i don't get to hear songs by like Keith sweat and you know all those guys you know anywhere else because the radio you know the regular stations they're going to play what's happening now and they might have an Mm -hmm. old school segment or you know you can go on um xm radio but his show really had that. I think another thing with Tom Joyner is, of course, his emphasis on HBCUs, which we all are, you know, completely, yeah. you know, entrenched in. And so I just love what he was doing as far as the scholarships and even the cruise. And I'm so sad I have not gotten to go on this cruise. And I just feel like this is something I'm going to regret for life. But I just don't have nobody to go with me. And I don't want to go to that on my own. Is he still going to do that? He is. He has one for 2020 planned. And he said, oh, depending on... You know, what happens, he may, you know, be able to do it next year as well. 
So, you know, shout out to Tom Joyner. You a legend, like a living legend. 25 years on the radio. Nobody do it like you. And I literally, I used to listen to uh, Steve Harvey's morning show. And I kind of got sick of that show because he would never be on it. Mm-hmm. Like, he would always be on vacation. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, really, not really vacation. I think he was going and doing other stuff because, you know, right. he's really money hungry. Yeah, he had a lot. He was stretching himself thin and not committing to what he needed to commit to. And so I kind of left listening to that show because of that reason. And that's how I ended up um, listening to... Uh, Tom Joyner and I just never left it from there and even when he announced his retirement I actually uh, I was so mad Philly's radio station took him off the air here I think a lot of people yeah, started dropping same. him yeah they I was, took him yeah, off in did. DC too but I started listening to him on the app so I mm. still listen because I was listening on the app because I was just like I'm not listening to this other dumb shit on the radio in the morning and I have a long ass commute and so this is what I'm going to do. So I have been listening to him on the app for like a year and a half now. And again, I was just I was tweeting this week. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And they even brought J. Anthony Brown back the day before Aww. his last day. So I love that. Like the whole old crew was back together. So again, shout out to Tom Joyner. I know that wasn't a part of our segment, but I just had to do that one. So thanks for mentioning that, KB, because I love Tom Joyner and I was really upset when they took him off the air in D.C. because I really stopped listening to the radio and just listen to my own music or like other podcasts on the way to work. Yeah. So I know, as you mentioned earlier, we're all pretty big on family. And I know that my family has like big traditions for the holidays. So I thought it would be interesting and fun if we shared them with our listeners. So like, Shug, what traditions does your family have for the holidays? Well, now what we used to do for Thanksgiving, we would travel to Montgomery. So most of my family still lives in Mobile, but I have a aunt and an uncle who live in Montgomery. So they used to always come to Mobile for Thanksgiving and Christmas, but you know, they got tired of doing that rightfully so. So we started a tradition of traveling to Montgomery to have Thanksgiving dinner with them and they would travel down to have Christmas. But now that everybody's older, we've gotten out of it. I do have to give a shout out to my older cousin because she does try to like keep the traditions and things alive. So we do things like, I think last year we went to New Orleans to look at the Christmas lights. And I know she wants to do like like the matching PJs and hot chocolate and all the real cutesy shit that you see on Pinterest, which I'm not into. But, you know, I I humor her because I know she loves it. So um, I think now that my grandma is getting up in age, she's 86 now, Mm. we try and do something every year so i think next year we're talking about getting the cabin and going to gatlinburg tennessee and things of that nature like just making sure that we take time to sit down and chill out with each other and and all of that and really enjoy each other's presence while we're still here that's awesome baby what does your family do so this is funny i actually got this question asked to me in a meeting this week it must have been on monday i walked into the damn meeting late it was oh, a workshop. Lord. I know. I'm working on that for 2020. Anyway, I walked in late, and they had all been sharing, evidently, the holiday traditions. 
I'm sitting down. First of all, I haven't had my tea. So oh, God. I I don't know what the fuck. I in my dumb ass says, I said the stupidest shit. I was like, Well, I guess being hot is our tradition. I'll be in Florida. We're gonna be hot. That is seriously. I, I did. And then I did say, Oh well, you know, my parents are actually divorced, but our tradition is really to still all get together, which is an amazing thing because mm-hmm. everyone can't say that their parents can actually get back together. But True story. you know, we right. we do that. And so but one thing I did mess up and did not mention is that it's a tradition that I started with my daughter in that we actually recognize Kwanzaa. So we've been doing this for some years now. And it's so funny. It's, this is the first year she's actually asked about it. So, you know, Aww. last year I kind of had her participating a little bit more. It would kind of just be up and I would just do it by myself and just, you know, whatever. So this year she said, and I guess Kwanzaa's going to be after, huh? You know, <laughs> so it, it was, Did you know, a little attitude too? it was like a little snarky thing, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it was funny because she actually mentioned it without me like on some. Yep, we got Kwanzaa. And so, yeah, so I would say for Christmas, I actually we actually alternate. You know, this is this is the response I should have given to the colonizers. But that uh, Can you say the mm. people at work. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is the response I should have <laughs> to the people at work was that, you know, for Christmas, we actually alternate so i either come to florida or my mom and whoever else can come will come to philadelphia so we alternate year by year so this year is my florida year and then something else is that we all get together like everyone's invited we all get together and have dinner together which is really special for me and for my daughter to see i don't think she realized that my mom and dad weren't together until like recently uh, you know, you know, as a baby, she just saw them together when we, you know, she would, we would come down to visit. My dad would come over so she would see them, you know. And so oh, okay. I think she's kind of realized it now. But that wasn't something that I think she really understood. And then lastly, I would definitely say Kwanzaa, which is really important to me for us to kind of, again, reflect and think about the things that we are thankful for. And then also things that we want to um, embody and help to push our own heritage forward. So yeah, Kwanzaa. That's awesome. So the things that my family did, it's a little different because like UKB, my parents were divorced before my mom passed away. And for Christmas Eve is when my mom's family gets together, like her extended family. So like my, when my grandmother was living, my aunts and uncles, my cousins, my grandmother's siblings, like all of us would get together on Christmas Eve and have dinner together. Like when I would go home to Greenville and then Christmas morning, I would wake up. I would have a gift exchange and breakfast with my mom. And then I would drive to Hilton Head to be with my dad's family. And then we would all have Christmas dinner together. We do our gift exchange because we draw names at Thanksgiving. So it's really cool to, you know, because honestly, like with all of my cousins, most of them being married and living away, like me going to South Carolina during the holidays is really the one time that I really see everyone and I'm able to catch up. So I always love going back to South Carolina during Christmas because I feel like I can kind of do like a one-stop shop with everyone. Are you driving again this year? Um, so I'm flying to Atlanta 
and then driving to Greenville and then driving to Hilton Head and then flying back out of Atlanta. Okay. So like once I get to South Carolina, yeah, once I get to South Carolina, I'm good. But like driving to South Carolina from DC, that shit's for the birds. I can't do that no more. Because you used to do it. When I was much younger. (laughs) have more energy <laughs> and i think something else we do is for the holidays i would say for new year's like we always go to church so that's our thing right yeah mm-hmm. and you yes. heathens are trying to make me come and party with you Ooh, no, no 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 clean that up that ain't us that's right. not and Doc just sent a message talking about oh i'm on call for new year's eve so I, gotta <laughs> I saw that right <laughs> So that wasn't us. That was her. And Shug and I said we going to church or we going we were to, going to church. Service. No, y'all don't. But I'm saying go service. to. Ch- I'm saying go to church. And when the twelve o'clock, you know, thing hits, I'm on my knees in church. Here y'all go. We going to the early service. Yeah. Okay. I'm still giving God his time. Exactly. <laughs> and quietly, I'm kind of glad that she on call because I still want to be on my couch. Oh. I'm cool with that. Well, okay, no, I want to do I want to do some Roaring Twenty stuff. I want like Gatsby and Harlem Renaissance. I want to do that. She been talking about this shit for the past three, four weeks. And it I ain't doing nothing. Right, ain't done I nothing. Do. I'm like, girl, bye. I'm sitting on my couch watching the ball drop in Times Square. Well, I don't send. I don't send a message to my ex to ask. Uh, can you get on the order? Ha! Oh, so yeah. if I She's if I get coverage, back. we going now. Okay, it's gonna be you and Shug. We no, it's you two. It's gonna be you two. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, fine. No, let her. Yep, yeah. We should bring it in at Alpha Street. We should. I would be down with that. Yes, he is. That's the last. That's the last sermon he preaching. Yeah. Okay, so we didn't mention that, but Howard John Wesley is taking Taking a sabbatical sabbatical. from the pulpit. But kudos to him, man. Yes. Uh, I, first, we talk about women and self care, but men need it too. Especially yes, we do. Because yes. I always wonder about church leaders because so much is put on them. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, Selah, go check that sermon out on YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna get a T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, can you get me one too, please? Oh, sure. Lord. I'll cash up you the money. Please. So since we since we talking about wrapping up the year and New Year's Eve services, how are we gonna wrap up 2019? Like, what would you guys say? Some things you learned, <laughs> some things I don't know you experienced. Like, what? How would you wrap up 2019? Uh, 2019 was such a I'm over the shit. Oh. It was a I'm over the shit year. So there were some things that happened like I really I met this guy well I won't say I even met this guy I knew this guy for like a really long time and I really thought that okay God is this the one that you have for me and it turned out to be hell no it's not him (laughs) so that was disappointing but at the same time I do appreciate everything that happened with that situation because I feel like where I am now is all about me and the relationship I have with myself and changing some old behaviors and old patterns that are no longer serving me and becoming aware of that and releasing a lot of that so that I can become a healthier and better version of myself in 2020 and beyond. So that's kind of where I am right now. It's all about like self-love and growing and 
releasing things that I just don't need to hold on to anymore. And clearing your chakras. And that was yes, chakras. Aligning oh. my chakras. Aligning my learn. chakras. I'm sorry. You gonna learn? Open that throat chakra. Exactly. I told oh. you to stop saying that. That made me f- open. Mm-mm. Open that throat chakra. We're not talking about sucking dick. At all. Because <laughs> that's what KB thinks. Her face every time we say Drop. that is. <laughs> when that lady say that to me, I'm going to say, ma'am. <laughs> if you can refrain from saying that to me, because I feel like that cost me a relationship this year. And I feel oh like God. you talking about sucking a D. Okay, go ahead. All right. What about you, L? So, honestly, I would give 2019 an A. I graduated with my master's degree. I made taking care of myself a priority. And then most recently this past week, I learned that good sex is not worth the headache. (laughs) Actually, great sex is not worth the headache that comes with it, with a bad attitude. Girl, I could have been told you that. No, 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 no. I've had good sex before. This is great sex. I just realized, he it's not worth it. Like, I'm over it. She not really, though. But go ahead. I like that. I am. Oh, because I didn't tell you the last thing that happened. I have to tell you after the recording. I told Suge. Okay. I'm waiting to hear this one. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready for my list? Yes. Because I made a, a list. list. make a list. I made a list. Okay, go ahead. Because I was super excited about this thing. Okay, so things that I We must, could tell. Yeah, I don't know why. Anyway, so some things I learned for this year... I thought I was a good communicator, but maybe I'm not the best communicator. I actually got told people who say that they're good communicators are the worst. Anyway, let's see. We lost uh, John Witherspoon and Elijah Cummings, which to me were big hits this year. Louis Farrakhan lost his Facebook account. Again, I told y'all I was reminiscing on old episodes. And he lost his son. Oh, Wait, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. That was last year. I apologize. No oh, I was about to say, wait, what? I'm I mean, sorry. That was last year. You know, I started this year off saying I actually wanted to be in a relationship. I had been running from relationships for a couple of years. And this year I actually said I want to be in a relationship. The shit didn't happen. Let me just put that out there. I wish I had some tea I could sip on at the moment. Oh, what you trying to say? Nothing. (laughs) No, say what you got to say. What you got to say? Because we've had this conversation before. How one second you talk about how you want a relationship and then this person is here ready and waiting and then your ass running like the one away bride but proceed <laughs> no it's okay she gonna she, she gonna lie she no chakras she, she, she gonna clean she, 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 gonna, right. she gonna clean all that out she gonna align no chakras okay okay so let me say this again I, I started off this year I wanted to be in a relationship and you know what I really did I really did but I figured out thanks to you guys that mm-hmm. maybe, you're maybe I'm shit. still halfway running. Only halfway. You no, know, you're full of shit. It's okay. I'm not full of shit. Like, I do want to be in a relationship. I was being nice. that. Y'all, okay, so I was going to tell y'all for 2020, I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to be by myself. Like, that's the shit I'm on her again. Okay, so anyway, moving Hi, along. Girl. My eyesight is messing up. What? I fell in love with Jay-Z and then fell back out of love with him. Because you'll remember on the earlier episode, I talked about loving this new 444, Jay-Z, oh, yeah. all of yeah. that shit shit went to haywire. Um, we started a podcast. Like, that was so fucking major for me. And it's something I was really excited about. 
I learned recently that Florida dudes got good knees. Wait, what? How how did we find this out? I need to hear this story. So the homie found this out. No, the homie. No, no, no. Not from eating my. No, because I would have. I've been knew that. So that wasn't this year. Mm, Pause. So I learned it from one of my homies who's from Philly. We were at this, you know, watch thing for FAMU versus another school that I will not mention. And we were talking and he was like, you know, going to fam and being from Philly, he just saw, you know, got down there and all these guys would be dancing. And he was like, man, they got good knees like they because they bounce up and down and drop to the floor. And just, you know how we do. Right. The strikers, all of the, he's That's what he was saying. The strikers. He was like, I just had never seen that. Like, you know, the, the guys up here don't do that. And he was like, Florida dudes got good knees. He's like, that's all he can say. And he literally sent me a video today with the Florida boys doing the, the drop again. They was Tampa too, girl. They was Tampa oh, and was doing the drop. And I said, damn, Florida dudes do got good knees. Okay. Anyway, moving along. I realized Rhapsody is really dope. Now, I've, of course, heard of her before, but for some reason this year, I really kind of got into her. Wale makes timeless music. I have to mention him. Another thing about Rhapsody, and it's no shade, but Rhapsody can't freestyle too well. That's not her thing. I just want to, that's something else I want. Wait, I'm sorry. She can't do what? Freestyle. Oh, okay. And everybody can't freestyle. I know it's that's a, like you got to come off the dome. I think that's she's true. an excellent writer, and I think when she focuses and writes, I mean, from what I've seen on YouTube, now maybe you know that was earlier, and maybe you know whatever. But that's something I was like, oh, that might that's not be not her, her thing. Ministry. That's not her ministry, but she dope as shit. Like with the pen, she can get it. You know, whatever. And then lastly, the CD man still exists. <laughs> I found that out. Wait, I have to hear this story. Bitch in Baltimore last week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We are in the mall, y'all. No, I, I didn't know you the city. The you were in the mall. I was in the mall. I was in the mall while they were in the movie theater because they like to get there super fucking early. And again, I live life on the edge, so I like to walk in that bitch when it's time. So anyway. <laughs> and I needed to pick up some stuff. So anyway, I'm in the mall and I'm trying to get, you know, to the other side to get to the movie theater. And I'm hearing this music playing. Yo, it's a kiosk in the middle. And it is a fucking CD man. Like, I really want to ask him how his business is going. How your what? business model is doing. Because right now, you can literally stream all this music. Like, everybody has, you know, Tidal or Spotify or Apple Music. How are you still making music? Because you got these mixed, song, these mixed CDs. Yo, the CD man still exists. I really wanted to take a picture of him, but I knew that shit would be kind of cat. So I was like, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> but, yo, I realized in 2019, the fucking CD man still exists. Yeah. And, That's and it. Wrong with it. I that think I had the best money. year of review, but go ahead. You Let did. that man get his money. Exactly. So do we want to talk about the 2010s in review, or 2010s, the last decade? So I think this is funny because people's like, oh, let's review the whole 10 years. I can't remember yesterday. I can't remember yesterday, right? But again, thanks to my trusty iPhone in my notes section. You wrote some things down. I jotted a couple of things down. (laughs) So I'll let y'all go first because I feel like mine is always better because I actually thought about it. 
Oh. I wrote some things down. Okay, go ahead. I ain't write shit down. We know. Go. So I want to. So I'll start with my lows first. So I lost my grandmother, and then my mother six months later. Yeah. So that was like the roughest part, especially since they were unexpected. But some good things that happened where I became a homeowner. I started my dream job in a career that I love. Like I said, I got my master's. uh, And I feel like I've really just developed and grown as a person. And I'm really happy with who Elle is and who she's becoming. Wonderful. That was nice. Thank you. I wrote some more stuff down too, but I really don't feel like sharing them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. Go ahead. Oh, all right. So, what? 2010. Okay. We're going to come back to you. No, so 2010, I moved to South Korea. So, from the middle of 2010 until right before 2013, I was living overseas, got engaged, got married, got divorced, um, traveled overseas a lot again for work which was completely unexpected but very much appreciated so shout out to you corporate america for taking care of me and giving me those fat per diem checks you are appreciated became a homeowner what else yeah i got a couple of degrees in this decade oh um, oh yeah, got, education. Got a couple. She's got a couple. a couple of them. Yeah, a couple of them. Let's see. Oh, I finally hit my salary goal. I said that I wanted to be making a certain amount of money by a certain amount of time, and I made that happen. So my thirty-three year, my Jesus year was amazing. So I will say that. And coming up for like the next decade, I just want to be happy and healthy and whole, and breaking generational curses and. Hopefully, I'll be a mother, maybe a wife, maybe. But um, <laughs> that's that's a conversation for another day. So, but yeah, how about you, KB? So I'll say 2010. I had my daughter. Yay! Yeah, she came into my Little life. KB. Yeah, Lord. I'll say I got divorced. <laughs> Shit. And um, I would say music. You know, definitely was brought here by God because that saved me, I will say. You know, it was God that saved me, but music really, I think for me during that time was like instrumental. God is great. My paper's straight. Amen. Um, Mm -hmm. Earned my MBA, earned my certification in um, my field. I explored some dick options in the last like three years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I was a late bloomer, but you know, I've been blooming fucking every year. You, you made up for lost right. time. I ain't really baby. made up for lost time. So, you know, for 2020, I was like, I should probably move out of like the bedroom. You guys yeah. have me thinking like, Spice, I know. Up just a little bit. I just know. a little. Live a little. Live a little on the edge. Like, doing on the couch. In the car. I don't think I've done it. I don't know. I okay. Anyway, you've never done it in the car. No, that's all your no. ass. I heard that in the earlier episode. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was like, this chick really said that. Okay, got it. As I told the Roche Motel story, but anyway, so hell, I lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, and so on. Okay. <laughs> uh, traveling is essential to the soul. I did a lot Amen. of traveling this last ten mm-hmm. years. Man, listen. 
the late 90s to the mid 2000s is still the greatest era for music i'm gonna fuck with nobody say true story um yeah i think the greatest loss in hip-hop for these last 10 years i would probably even say it was nipsey hustle i don't know nobody else i can really say Mm -hmm. in this last 10 years I would also say it became so freaking cool to be a drug addict in the last two years. And, you know, we know the recent passing of Juice World, you know, here recently. I just, again, say it's been cool to be a drug addict. And these guys and these people are just dropping dead and they still doing the same shit. So, I don't know. We found a president that was worse than fucking President Bush. Like, I thought President Bush was going to be the worst one in this decade. Nope. Somebody nope. got his ass beat. True story. Okay. That's all I'm, I'm going to say about that one. Um, and we lost some legends, man. Maya Angelou, Tommy from Martin, Aretha Franklin. Hey, I ain't know Joe Jackson had passed away. I missed this somewhere. Yeah, girl. Uh, ma'am. Where yeah. have you been? Hey. Hey. Okay. Sometimes shit happens. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's kind of like my 10-year review. <laughs> I don't know I'm what sorry. that was. <laughs> Can I also add I took my first international trip in this decade? Oh. Yay. Okay. With y'all. Oh, you was. was. We had some great trips. Some great we trips. We have had some great trips. I'm excited we got some, for our some trip great trips. Yep, I was about to say, we got some great trips coming up, too. So, yes. It ain't over. It ain't Not over. That's what's at up. All. So, do you know who else had a great trip oh. this past week? I feel like who is our I Am Woman Hear Me Roar from South Africa to Atlanta, Georgia, oh, was we know. none other than Zosabini Tunzi, who oh. was Miss South Africa, and she was crowned as Miss Universe. So, kudos to you, Queen. You are beautiful. You are regal. We love you. We think you're, we know you're amazing. And also not to mention for the first time in history, Miss Teen USA, Miss USA, Miss America, and Miss Universe are all black women. Yes. All black everything. Yes. All black everything. So the so basically for the next well at least until December twenty third because I think that's when we get a new Miss America. But at least for the next at least week and a half, the definition of beauty is represented in the form of a black woman. Okay, can I be a bit of a sourpuss? I'm so sorry. Oh lord, I'm just asking the I'm question. Bleeding. We yeah. have all of these black representation. Do you really think that moves a needle and will people really do anything? Like, have you seen any changes? Like, I just don't know sometimes about that. I love that it's happening, but I go back to, I don't know. Um, I would say, yeah, I would say things are getting better. I think people are starting to appreciate black beauty a lot more. So mm-hmm. we have seen legislature passed where now it is illegal to discriminate against people wearing their natural hair. I believe also a lot more celebrities of darker hues are getting a lot more shine than they have been in the past. So the person who stands out to me is Lupita. Lupita. She has been Lupita. <laughs> I was like, who is Lupita? Lupita? And so what did you talk Yes. Davis. I'm tired. So I feel like darker skin actresses and models are getting like all of the looks right now, as opposed to 10 years ago, yes. it would have been a completely different 
type of conversation. And then also all of the beauty queens that you mentioned, I believe three out of the four are rocking natural hair. No, all of them have natural hair. They all had natural hair when they got crowned. Oh, okay. So I think I Well, except for Miss America. I'm sorry. I don't think Miss America did. You're right. Three out of the four. You're correct. My apologies. Three out of the four are rocking their natural hair. So, I mean, that's a huge step forward because remember when we were back at FAM, even when we were there, people rocking their natural hair was kind of the norm. Yeah. And I did it. I was, I've been doing this shit. Yes, you did. You were one of the first. Yeah. Yep. So. And they called us a nappy duck. (laughs) They did. They They did. did. Which I wasn't fucking offended by it. Right. And Mm-mm. I wasn't either when I decided to go natural. That didn't affect actually I was excited to be a nappy duck. I was like, I'm ready, let's go. Yeah. I thought it was funny, but no. Nah. And I guess the reason I'm saying that is because we think about the recent Emmy nominations and even like you said, I think in another episode, the Golden Globes we talked about mm-hmm. We didn't see a lot of representation. So I almost feel like, does it still move the needle? I am seeing it on TV with commercials. I agree with you guys. I see some movement there. But I just sometimes wonder how much movement is it. And I agree with you. A lot of people want to be us. You got to think about all the people that's having these surgeries to pump their lips up. These are all things that they hated. And they, mm-hmm. you know, made jokes about and did all these mm-hmm. things. And now this is what you highlight as beauty. And you want an ass, Kim Kardashian and that other plastic. It's a lot of plastic people out here. So, True it's story. you know, and, and we're doing this shit, which I still don't understand. But whatever. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I kind of sometimes wonder, does it move the needle? But any, I guess any step forward is a step forward, even if it's a small step forward. So, I'm here for it. Right. So, ladies, do you have any words of encouragement for our listeners or anything that you want to leave them with in 2019? I would say to expect great things from us. We have a lot more things coming up on the horizon. I know we are looking forward to our anniversary show, which will be a live show here in Baltimore. So I'm really excited about that. We're going to continue to improve our quality with the sound. We're working on it, guys. We heard you loud and clear. We're working on it. Trust us. What else? And also getting more engagement from you guys and growing our audience. So we really want to hear from you guys. So if there's anything that you think we should be talking about or even if you might want to be on the show, drop us an email or, you know, connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, like hit us up because we really want to interact with you guys and we want to hear from you. I agree. And I think for me, you know, we started off this podcast wanting to do an all black everything segment. And I really Mm -hmm. want to see that to fruition for 2020. So again, black businesses hit us up. We got a listenership. We can provide you some information on that. Because I really want to highlight what you guys are doing as well. I'll also say my original goal in finding new and upcoming artists, like that desire has not gone anywhere. And I want us to get back to that. And mm-hmm. so I need your assistance with that, though. So please, again, if you have new music, send that to us. We want to be able to showcase that. Thank you to everybody who has, like, you know, shown us love in the yes. beginning. 
we had a couple of hot artists, I'm going to say, like, up and coming. We had Soraya Nicole. We kicked it off with that one. You guys, that's from episode one. We've had several songs we played by Y Marley. So do check him out, Y underscore Marley on Instagram. We've had a few songs by Royce Hall, who was also featured on one of our episodes, uh, Pride Against Prejudice. And then we also want to shout out Devontae Singh. So, you know, again, thank you to all of those artists that allowed us to use your music for our intros and outros. I mean, you guys help with, you know, just kind of creating the, the vibe for this particular podcast. In the new year, I want to see more of that. So, again, new artists, please hit us up. We want to show you guys love and put y'all out on the forefront with that one. And let's not forget to thank the um our podcast bros so we have the smart dumb podcast and also three brothers no sense so thank you guys so much for supporting us shout out to Jermail for actually showing up and supporting at our live show so that was very very much appreciated and we hope to be working with you guys and having you guys on the show in the future so i think my final thoughts and words to our listeners are thank you for joining or getting on this journey with us we appreciate you we hope that you stick with us stick by us tell your friends about us um and continue to follow us on social media also listen to past episodes during this break um, as we recharge ourselves and get ready for the new year we hope that you are recharging yourselves as well to be bigger and greater and do great things in the years to come. And as you're listening to our past episodes, we're still going to be reachable on social media. So you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at FemNoirFiles. You can also send us an email at FemNoirFiles at gmail.com. We are wishing you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Kwanzaa, a Happy New Year. Also for our Jewish listeners, Happy Hanukkah. So thank you all. It has been a great 2019. This has been another episode of the Fem Noir Files. Bye.